My name is Peter Himmelman, Grammy and Emmy-nominated musician, author, and chief dream enabler of Big Muse. I'm proud to underwrite this episode of The Business Builders Show with Marty Wolf. Discover why companies like Adobe, 3M, McDonald's, and Gap have brought in Big Muse's rock and roll-fueled seminars to get inspired, to get insight, and to get activated. Write to me today at peter at bigmuse.com. Entrepreneurs, business owners, professionals who seek excellence, bringing the business classroom to you. It's the Business Builders Show. Here's Marty Wolf. We still got a long way to go. Yes, we all got a long way to go. Welcome to the Business Builders Show with Marty Wolf the show for entrepreneurs, business owners, and business leaders. I'm Marty Wolf, your host for the Business Builder Show, and along with my executive producer, D.C. Taylor, we will be your guides on this learning journey. I'm proud to let you know we record the Business Builder Show in the studios of 94.3 FM The Talker, which is part of Bulls Gold Media, and we are in my hometown of Scranton, Pennsylvania. DC and I always like to mention that, right, yes, DC? We course. are in Scranton, Pennsylvania. Making good things happen here in northeastern Pennsylvania. And we can communicate all over the world. Like we're talking to someone who lives in Oakland, and we'll get to that in a minute. And that's Oakland, California, by the way, not anywhere in Pennsylvania. And the Business Builder Show is proudly distributed by C-Suite Radio. You can find them at www.c-suiteradio.com. That's c-suiteradio.com. So with that being said, uh, let's see here. Enough about us and about the show, DC. Are we ready for our guest? We sure are. Our guest is Bo Burlingham. Hi, Bo. Welcome to the show. It's pleasure to be here as always, Marty. Yeah, you're great. You're a great guest before, and I'm really looking forward to, forward to our discussion today. Let me do a, a formal introduction. Bo Burlingham is an editor-at-large of Inc. Magazine and the author of five books, the most recent being Finish Big, How Great Entrepreneurs Exit Their Companies on Top, and that's where we'll be spending most of our time today. A previous book that Bo wrote is called Small Giants, Companies That Choose to Be Great Instead of Big. And this was one of the five finalists for the 2006 Financial Times Goldman Sachs Business Book of the Year Award. That is a very significant book, Small Giants. And there's all kinds of things that came from that. Maybe we can talk about that later, Bo. Bo Burlingham is a former Fulbright Scholar and a Woodrow Wilson Fellow. Burlingham graduated from Princeton with a BA in Public and International Affairs, and Bo Burlingham has worked alongside of some pretty big hitters like Peter Lynch and Tom Peters and many more. So, Bo, again, welcome to the Business Builders Show. Well, thank you, Marty. It's good to be here. All right, so we're going to talk about your book, and this is called Finish Big, how great entrepreneurs exit their companies on top. So my first question is this. Um, nobody gets out alive, Bo. That's, that's what I've read, and that's what I understand. So every, every entrepreneurial or business journey, journey comes to an end. Here's the question. Are most business owners that you're aware of, are they ready for this event? No, not at all. Um, the, the big problem is that they don't give themselves enough time to get ready for it. Oh. And, uh, you know, it's almost like they 
want to avoid thinking about it as long as they possibly can. And, uh, you know, but as you say, you know, you may go out feet first, but one way or the other, you're going to leave your business. Yeah. And if, if you don't prepare for it, uh, uh, you're either going to have a bad exit, um, one that leaves you full of regrets and uh, uh, sort of feelings that, you know, it hasn't worked out the way you wanted to. Yeah. Or you're going to leave a huge mess. If you do go out feet first, yeah. you're going to leave a huge mess for the people you care about most in the world, namely your family uh, and your, and if you have partners in the business, your managers, your uh, employees. It's yeah. just, yeah. you, you it, it's a requirement of business, really, that you have to prepare for it. But people have a people, you know, people get very caught up in uh, building the business, and they are worried all the time about, you know, making sure that it keeps going, and sure. that's all fine. But uh, yeah. at some point, it is going to end. Bo, you have been writing about businesses for a long time, um, so. When did this kind of hit you, this whole idea of how great entrepreneurs can exit, exit out on top? Like, was there a moment where you thought about this? Or did it come over a period of time that you said, wow, uh, these people aren't leaving their businesses right, and you decided to write the book? What kind of inspired that? Well, it really started, I mean, you know, as uh, as you mentioned, I was at Inc. Magazine uh, for 35 years, and um, one of the things that I did at Inc. the last, or I have been doing at Inc. the last 22 years or so, is to write a column with Norm Brodsky, mm -hmm. who is a mm -hmm. you know very successful serial entrepreneur. Mm -hmm. And, and um, it was uh, you know one of the things is that Norm Norm is a business or had a business uh, called City Storage, which basically stored, you know, was it a record storage business? Yeah, right. And in a record storage business, you know, what do you do? You put boxes on shelves right. and you take them off shelves. Sounds like a boring business, but Norm loved it. Mm -hmm. And uh, he just, uh, he, he used to say that he liked nothing better than to walk into his warehouse and smell the cardboard. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, so he loved it so much that he shocked me. Uh, it was back in uh, uh, 2006, 2007, when he uh, I called him up to ask him what our next column was going to be about, and he told me that he had just returned from a conference, from an industry conference, and that he thought he was going to sell his business. Mm. And I was I was totally taken aback by that mm. because uh, he enjoyed his business so much, but. You know, he, he had said all along that, um, you know, it wasn't a family business. He wasn't going to hand it down to his children. And eventually he was going to sell it. And so apparently uh, some private equity people there at the conference had um, approached him yeah. about buying it, which he got, you know, that wasn't a unique, a, a unique occasion because he was very often approached about selling the business because it was a very successful business. Mm -hmm. But uh, he had a couple of conditions that he thought 
would be very hard for anybody to agree to. And uh, these guys seemed to didn't bat an eye. I mean, they were happy to uh, uh, agree to whatever terms he wanted. Mm -hmm. And so he said, well, I guess this is it. I guess this is when I need to uh, get serious Mm -hmm. about selling this business. And uh, he, uh, I, I said, well, I guess that's our next column. Let's talk about that. Yeah. And he, he sort of said, he said, sure, why not? Um, you know, later we discovered that there might be a couple of reasons why you wouldn't want to write about it uh, in real time in a national magazine. But uh, uh, at the time we thought, yeah, let's just get started on this. And it turned into a whole series. Yeah of articles where we were uh, writing literally month to month in as close to real time as you can get in a monthly magazine. Wow. And we, and we, and we were, um, you know, basically telling uh, what was going on and what he was feeling, what was going through his mind. Yeah. And we got a huge response from readers. Um, We were really sort of bowled over by it. Um, And, uh, so, uh, so you were documenting this whole journey, basically. Right, right, exactly. And, and how did and, that work out, by the way, Bo? Well, <laughs> it, it worked out that uh, at, a cer- at a certain point, he was going back and forth about whether or not he really wanted to do this deal. At a certain point, we asked readers what they thought, and we got, you know, hundreds of emails in from people, both most to them saying, go ahead, go do it, Norm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And fi- finally, he did decide that he was going to go ahead and sell the business. And this was a big deal. So our editor actually put it on the cover of the magazine saying, Norm decides to sell. And, <laughs> right. uh, uh, you know, it went out all over the United States. Uh, yeah. Big picture of Norm and Norm decides to sell. So a couple of weeks later, I called him up. And I said, okay, Norm, what are we going to write about now, the closing? And he said, no, I decided not to sell. Well, well. (laughs) I said, well, we've just, what do you mean you've decided not to sell? He said, I I was shocked. And he said, well, I'm as surprised as you are, but I found something out that really made me have to uh, reconsider this whole thing, namely that there was a, the key decision maker uh, among the uh, would-be buyers was somebody who he didn't really trust that much, but uh, he didn't know that. He didn't know that that person was the key decision maker yeah. until the very end. Nobody had mentioned that to him. Yeah. And uh, the, the uh, buyers had made a, a whole lot of uh, commitments, including to his employees, which were very important to him. Sure. Yeah. And, uh, now he felt that he couldn't trust them to come through on on the promises that they'd made. So we wrote about that, and basically the sale was called off. And he went ahead and uh, actually continued, yeah, and to to and and did find a buyer for like about eighty percent of the stock. Yeah, I remember that story. I remember the whole story. Yeah, 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 yeah. and yeah. Uh, but that. That we didn't write about in real time. We right. wrote about that afterwards. Yeah. One of the things that this whole thing sort of made me realize was that there was a huge amount of curiosity yeah. out there. 
yeah. about, well, what, what was it like to go through something like this? Yeah. And, you know, Inc., even though I'd been at Inc. by that point for uh, over 20 years, we never wrote about exits. Isn't that interesting that, that it, it kind of took yeah. that long for that to come up? I, I guess it's because yeah. people don't talk about it that much, maybe. I, I don't know, huh? Uh, well, we just we were we were always focused on starting businesses and uh, growing businesses, yeah, and yeah. we and we sort of never actually thought yeah. about what was going to happen at the end. Namely, yeah. you're going to leave your business, yeah, and yeah. Um, we just hadn't written about it. Interesting, and interesting, and, and so I went I went to my publisher, and I said, you know, I think that this is a actually a big issue that. Um, is uh, that people are curious about, and maybe there's a book there. And he agreed, he thought it was a good idea for a book. So I began my research. And of course, the first thing I realized was that I, I knew practically nothing about the subject. Uh, what I knew was what Norm had gone through, and that was it. So I decided, well, what I need to do is educate myself, the first sure. thing. Sure. And so. So I put out the word and I I decided I would just interview as many people as I could who'd actually, you know, been through the process of yeah. selling or leaving their businesses. I don't know. In the end, I, I think I did somewhere between 100 and 150 interviews. Wow. And the thing that really struck me was um, how many of the, the, you know, very large percentage, uh, at least half, maybe even more than half, of the people who I interviewed were, um, you know, really full of regrets. Um, After they, the, wished they, had, yeah. they wished they hadn't sold their businesses. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, they, they, uh, it, and it almost didn't matter how much money they got for them. Yeah. You know, everybody, everybody focuses on the amount of money you're going to get. But in fact, that was not necessarily getting a lot of money was not necessarily the key to, to having a, uh, Happy exit. Stay here for more of the Business Builders Show with Marty Wolf. My name is Peter Himmelman, Grammy and Emmy-nominated musician, author, and chief dream enabler of Big News. I'm proud to underwrite this episode of the Business Builders Show with Marty Wolf. Discover why companies like Adobe, 3M, McDonald's, and Gap have brought in Big News' rock and roll-fueled seminars to get inspired, to get insight, and to get activated. Write to me today at peter at bigmuse.com. We are speaking with Bo Burlingham. His great book is Finish Big, How Great Entrepreneurs Exit Their Companies on Top. This is good, great reading for folks who aren't even thinking about exiting, because that's my next question in terms of general questions, Bo. Uh, I'd like yeah. to get into some specifics, but here's a general question. From the all that research that you did, what what would be your suggestion, or do you have a thought like when should business owners really start thinking about their exit? Two years, five years, ten years? Is there like a time that you th you would suggest that they start thinking about it? Well, one of the things that happened to me in the course of uh, doing my research and writing this book was that, frankly, a lot of my ideas about uh, entrepreneurship. Uh, change. Mm. I mean, I, I think that we, you know, we tend to 
think of entrepreneurship as company building, and we refer to it that way as company building, Mm -hmm. as if it's almost sort of a construction project, you know, Mm -hmm. and the goal of which is to build a great company. But as I was writing this book, I realized that that's actually the wrong analogy. Mm. In fact, um, you know, uh, owning a company is a journey. Yeah. And like, like every journey, it has a beginning, a middle, and an end. Mm-hmm. And, the, and the end comes uh, not when you build a great company. That's the middle. The end comes when you leave that company. Mm. And, and um, the other thing I realized was that we tend to think of the exit as, a, uh, as an event. Mm. You know, it's something that's going to happen at some point. You know, whether you think about it or not, sooner or later it's going to happen. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, and um, I realized that was the wrong way to think about it, that actually the exit is a phase of the business. Right. And, and yeah. uh, that there are actually four different stages uh, to an exit. And, the, and you know, most most people don't think of it that way, but... You know, when when you when you actually look at what goes into uh, doing this right, you realize that there are four stages. The first stage is, um, you know, sort of the educational phase, the ex- exploratory stage, where you're basically just educating yourself about what's involved and the kinds of choices that you're going to want to have at the end. Um, mm-hmm. the, sec- the second stage is the strategic phase. That's where you're, um, you're really building into your company the kind of, uh, the kind of uh, factors that are going to allow you to have those options at the end. Right. Because, in fact, if you don't think about it, there are a lot of decisions that you make that, that could easily limit your uh, sure. options at the end. Sure. And, and then the third phase is the one that most people think of as the exit. And that sort of begins when you decide, okay, I'm ready to look for a buyer. And you call up a broker or an investment banker or your lawyer or your accountant or whoever. And uh, y- you begin to, to actually try and find uh, a potential purchaser yeah. for your business. And um, that ends, that, that phase ends with the deal and um, you know, for, 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 for your advisors uh, that's the end of it. The deal, they go, they finish it up and they go on and do something else. But for the entrepreneur, that's not the end of it. No, that's actually the beginning of the fourth phase, which for many is the most difficult phase to get through. And that's the transition from being, uh, you know, the owner, uh, somebody who everybody looks up to and, uh, you know, needs to consult is to somebody whose phone calls don't get returned. Yeah. I like to uh, think of it as going from top banana to an ordinary piece of fruit. (laughs) Top banana to ordinary piece of fruit. That's a transition. Now, you said at the beginning of the interview something, I can't quote it exactly, but you said something like, a lot of people, you're found that a lot of people are unhappy. I think part of this, and you said this too, uh, in a way, there's a lot more than finances. This is personal. 
This is your right. life, right, Bo? I mean, and, and, that's and, absolutely and, right. And your business is your is most likely your biggest asset, but there's so much more that goes into it. That's why I love the stories that you told. And again, I want to tell everybody I'm speaking with Bo Burlingham. His book is finished, Big, How Great Entrepreneurs Exit Their Companies on Top. So this is personal, right, Bo? That's very true. And, uh, I, you know, one of the things I had to do was sort of define, well, what's a, what is a good exit? Mm-hmm. And I came up with uh, four criteria that I think applies to everyone. All right. Um, for some people, there's a fifth criteria. criterion. Um, the first one is that you can – that you uh, go through the deal and uh, – you feel that it's been a fair, a fair uh, process that you go through, and that you wind up and you get rewarded with an appropriate uh, reward mm-hmm. for what you've put into the business. Mm-hmm. Uh, the second one is that you can then um, look back on what you've done with the business and know that you've really accomplished something, that you've actually contributed something worthwhile to the world. Yeah. Um, uh, the third one really has to do with the other people who've been on the journey with you. Important. You have to be, you have to be very at peace. Yes. Very much at peace with what's happened to them. Yes. And, you know, that'll be different for different people, but uh, what, what it means to be at peace, but it's, it's crucial to be uh, at peace with with what with what happens to them after this. Sure. And um, the fourth criterion is is that um, you find something new that you can uh, sort of give you a new sense of purpose. Yeah. And, um, something that you can uh, get fully engaged in. Yeah. And and. And for some people, for some owners, there's actually a fifth criterion, which is that the uh, company continues to go on and without you and uh, is do, does better than ever, uh, <laughs> yeah. which is basically a tribute to you as an owner for having handled well the, uh, yeah. the most difficult transition that any owner goes through. Did Bo, did you experience that did most people bring in the right advisors at the right time? Uh I'm sure CPAs and but what's your take on that quickly? Uh what's your what's your take? Did they bring the right advisors in at the right times? Well, I I in the course of writing this book and researching this book, I developed an opinion about what the right advisors were. Okay. Lay it and on. And I I became I I became very um very much in favor of having advisors who've actually been through the process uh-huh. themselves. You're right about that. And, uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. And and a lot of them went through the process themselves and made every mistake in the book. Um, uh-huh. And it's, it, it's helpful to have somebody who's actually gone through and made a lot of mistakes yeah. because they can help you avoid those mistakes. Yeah. Um, uh, and so, I think it's very important to have an exit advisor. You know, one of the mistakes that uh, business owners make is that they they think they can do it on their own. Yeah. And really, 
doing the exit is a whole new business, a whole new thing in itself. Yes, absolutely. Uh, it's, uh, yeah. And and the, the danger is is that you get so involved in orchestrating the exit that you take your eye off the business. Yeah. And which which uh, you can't do you that. Know, <laughs> yeah. No, you can't do that. You can't do that. <laughs> you got to keep it going, whatever it's worth. It's uh, the finances. But another part of it, Bo, that you talk about in the book, again, we're not going to cover everything. You have to get Bo's book, Finish Big, How Great Entrepreneurs Exit Their Companies on Top, is that the finances are an important part of it. But there's intellectual capital. There's there's people that are in your business. There's systems. There's there's a customers. There's different things that make up the part of the business, just not finances, correct? Well, that's true. The, the, the fact is, is that uh, we get a lot out of businesses that we're not aware of until we don't have them anymore. Yeah. Amen. You know, Amen. like, yeah. for, for one, it, it, it's, a, it's a sense of purpose. It's identity. A lot of people told me that after they sold their businesses, the worst question they could get is, you know, they'd be at a party or something and, and people, yeah. someone would say, well, what do you do? Yeah. And they just, they don't know how to answer <laughs> they that. They don't know question. what to say. Yeah. They don't know what to say. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You know, another thing is, you know, your tribe, the people you see every day, you know, sure. um, uh, and, and who become an important part of your life and, and you spend a huge amount of time with them and then suddenly they're not there anymore. Um, yeah. you, you know, or, or your sense of, um, your sense of really structure, you know. Absolutely. You've been you've been work you've been getting up early every morning for thirty years. You're going to right. the office or to the shop, whatever. You're, you're working your tail off. It's what you know. It's who you are. That's why I I love the book and I love the stories um, that you tell because you do a great job of talking about the personal side of it because I think that's critically important and the whole systems and part of it. But believe it or not, Bo. We need to yeah. wrap up. <laughs> so okay. it's already 24, 25 minutes gone. You, you, you had us all completely engaged. So, Bo, uh, thank well, you. Thank you for uh, coming on again, man. I appreciate it. Thank you, Marty. I'm happy to come on anytime you'd like to have me here. <laughs> well, that's because you're a great, uh, great person and a great business writer and just an overall great guy. So Bo Burlingham has been my guest and certainly – Follow him wherever you can follow him, but do get this book. I'm going to make this recommendation again. This certainly is about how great entrepreneurs exit their companies on top, but any business owner should read this book now. And so Finish Big is the title by Bo Burlingham. So thanks again, Bo, and thanks, everyone, for listening to The Business Builder Show. And The Business Builder Show is proudly distributed by C-Suite Radio. You can find them at www.c-suiteradio.com. That's c-suiteradio.com. So on behalf of myself, I'm Marty Wolf, your host, and my executive producer, Mr. D.C. Taylor. Thanks for listening, and a special thank you to our sponsor of the show. That's Peter Hemmelman, and you can find the good work that Peter does at bigmuse.com. That's bigmuse.com. So thanks for listening, and have a great week. Bringing the business classroom to you, it's the Business Builders Show with Marty Wolf.